The finale to the Fast Saga, Fast 10, has finally released, so let's review it. Fast 10 is directed by Louis Leterrier and stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Jason Momoa, Nathalie Emanuel, Jordana Brewster, John Cena, Jason Statham, Sung Kang, Alan Richardson, Daniela Melchior, Scott Eastwood, Helen Mirren, Charlie Theron, and Brie Larson. What a large cast. Over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted, outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. Now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced, a terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past who's fueled by blood revenge and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning. Fast 10 or Fast X, like I like to call it, whatever you want to call it, has released. This is, of course, the first part in either a duology or trilogy of a finale to the Fast and Furious franchise. Vin Diesel has hinted that there could be three, but I do think it will depend on the financial performance of this movie, so we'll see probably in the, within the next couple of weeks whether or not they get a third movie. But we finally have this movie. This is actually the first mainline Fast and Furious movie I ever, I've ever seen in theaters. And the main reason for that is because, well, I got caught on with, I, I watched this franchise just, I think, right after The Fate of the Furious came out, which was the eighth film. And then since F9 kept getting delayed, by the time it did come out, we were on lockdown. So I couldn't go see the movie theaters, and I had to wait until it was on digital. So I finally got to see one of these movies in theaters. I've been really excited for this movie. There's been a lot of behind-the-scenes drama, whether that's with some cast members or particularly with Justin Lin, the director of five other movies in this franchise, leaving this film weeks, a couple weeks into filming. But I just had hope that this would be better than Fast 9. And I did enjoy Fast 9 more than most people. I can enjoy any really bad movie more than most people. But it was certainly, it certainly went further and further away, just like the 8th film did, from what I from the highest points of this franchise and the trilogy, I would say, of these movies where the franchise was at its peak, and that was Fast Five to Furious Seven. And I was hoping that this one would take it back to that. And while I don't think it's quite to that level, it does take us a step back and closer to where we once were. And I'm happy that I felt that leaving the theater for Fast X at the very least. And it gives me it gives me hope for the next one. And I will say, this is a non-spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the movie, you can listen to this. I'm not even going to tell you what's in the post credit scenes, even though that was spoiled a week ago by some really frustrating news outlets, many of which I love and I was really, I was really disappointed to see, a lot of which I use a lot on this show, and I was really disappointed to see that they were spoiling this movie. I have a feeling Universal might have gave them the A-OK to do it because the, the box office projections for this movie have not been great. But that is just a theory, and I'm not 100% sure. Now, with that said, I, when it comes to this film, I honestly don't have that much to say. Because I feel like at this point, you know what to expect from these movies. And I'm just going to try to best describe what about this movie makes it different and why I do think it is an improvement over the last two. I have basically the same praises and same issues with Fast X as I do with all of these movies particularly in my negatives with the last few, but then my positives with some of the earlier ones. I'll get into that in just a second. 
But I honestly don't think I have too much to say. And I know I say this at the beginning of half my reviews, but genuinely, this is probably the least amount of notes I've ever had for a review because I don't, again, think there's much to talk about here. And starting off, this movie is just a great cinematic experience. It doesn't have many many of the same qualities that a bad film has, 100%. But I just had a really good time watching this movie. Again, I am a fan of action films. I'm a fan of big, dumb blockbusters. I just love these movies. I love this franchise. So I'm more likely to be kinder to these movies when they're just being their usual selves and being dumb, have tons of action the entire film, and being so unnecessarily loud and explosive. I'm always going to be a lot more generous on these movies. And movies in this genre in general of big popcorn blockbusters... And personally for me, Fast X was a satisfying popcorn blockbuster. I had a lot of fun with it. And as just a movie I saw in theaters, I've, I had a really fun time. But this is not a movie in any stretch of the imagination that I can see myself re-watching really at all until we get closer to the next film. And I will say this to me did feel like a bit of a return. Not necessarily to the quality of Fast 5 to 7. I do think those three, and particularly Fast 5, are still at least like one very clear notch above this one. I do think it's a return to the scale of those movies, particularly, I would say, closer to Furious 7 than Fast 5. It definitely dialed back the cartoonish stunts, particularly the space elements. There's nothing like that in this movie. There's nothing even remotely close to Dom. Dom's, Dom's you know, the car on his charger's hat wheels just conveniently somehow locking onto you know, this just rope that swings him across two islands. There's nothing to that level in this film, and I was really glad to see that. I thought it definitely is still insane. There's tons of really, you know, moments that you absolutely must suspend your disbelief to even buy into it by any stretch. I felt this one had more ties to reality, even if it was still really dumb. And absolutely defies the laws of physics and gravity and a character in this movie even mentions that and it was one of the funniest moments in the movie but i felt like this one maintained its tether to the ground i guess more than the last few and i felt like some of the stakes particularly by the middle of this movie did start did start to return i think a big part of that is because of the villain i'll get into that in just a second but i was happy to see it back at least for a good amount of the movie, until it kind of goes in its usual direction again. And I do actually think this movie works great as a sequel to those movies, Fast 5 to 7, compared to Fast 8 and 9. It does feel like this is following up some of the earlier movies in the franchise, and I think it made it a lot easier to get invested in the story. And this is obviously a very clear sequel to Fast 5. I would say this is almost more of a sequel to Fast 5 than F9 or any of the past few movies, which is weird for a sequel this late into the franchise. But I felt like because of that, because we already invested in that story and we're bringing back an element in that movie that we've never seen, but it does actually make sense, I found it much easier to get invested into the story of this film than, say, F9. Now, that doesn't really matter. No one goes to these movies for the story. But to me, I do think, again, it helps with making the stakes a little higher. And personally, that does increase my enjoyment of these movies it ties in a lot of plot points and characters from the saga and i would say there's too much of it but i do think it makes this franchise again it does give this kind of 
conclusion feel that it is coming to an end and it will be within the next one or two movies. And I think being such a, being a film so integrated in this universe and relying on you just being fully knowledgeable on everything does give it the feel, again, of a conclusion. And I do think that was a good direction to go. And speaking of this being a direct sequel to Fast Five, the villain of this film is the main reason for that. And I will say straight up, just as you've heard, Jason Momoa absolutely steals this entire movie. He is the Joker of the Fast and Furious franchise. There are scenes in this movie which to me felt like complete rip-offs of scenes scenes from The Dark Knight, just with much worse writing. But there were scenes in this movie that just reminded me of The Dark Knight. Again, not in the sense of, man, that was so good, it was like The Dark Knight. No, I just mean like direct parallels. But he is chewing up the scenery. He is just... His performance is kind of indescribable. It is so over the top that I don't even think over the top fits his performance. Like, it is so far beyond what anyone else is doing in this movie in terms of a performance, but it so well fits the absolute insanity that the franchise has reached in terms of just the action. And I feel like he, more than anyone else, really understood the perception of these movies by the general public and critics at this point, that he just goes all in on this unhinged villain performance that I thought was a ton of fun. He had really funny moments. He could also be really intimidating at times, which I was really surprised by. And I felt like he posed a genuine threat. And as a villain, to I'm assuming this closeout of this saga, I do think he is one of the best we've had in the franchise. I really cannot stress enough how much fun he is and how much, to me, he makes this movie a lot better. And he makes this movie, in some ways, worth watching. He's just that fun of a presence and has so much charisma. And he's exactly the... He brings the Jason Momoa energy you want from him, but with a psychotic twist to it. And I thought it just made it all the more fun. And the other thing I'll say is that this is a much better paced movie than F9. It's actually a very well-paced movie. This movie is 2 hours and 20 minutes. And it felt like an hour-long movie. I thought it was, it flew by. I never felt the runtime at all. And potentially it could be too much. There is so much action in this movie. I'm going to be honest, I don't think there's a single scene in this movie. And I don't mean this hyperbole at all. I'm not exaggerating. That doesn't eventually somehow devolve into becoming an action scene. And I think it got a bit much. I was getting really exhausted by the final act. But it wasn't from the length just more of how the film was structured. But I do think this movie is much better paced than Nine, which I thought had a lot of pacing issues. And honestly, I think the pacing was one of the worst things about Nine, but obviously a lot of the general audience isn't really going to notice that. But I think it really did hurt a lot of people's enjoyment. And I will also say, in terms of the characters other than Momoa, I have to say that I'm actually strangely invested in this family, unironically. And I just had a lot of fun spending time with some of these characters. I do think the char- some of the characters are getting a little old, and I'll talk about that in my negatives. But a lot of what happens in this movie, I'm at the point now where I genuinely like. I would say almost all of the main Fast family, and because of that, whenever something significant happens, I do feel close to what the characters feel. And I think for a franchise that is so stupid and dumb... I think the fact that we've gotten to that point, I would say is pretty impressive, even after a few, what some people would call iffy movies in the franchise, like Fate of the Furious and F9. 
I am actually invested in a lot of what happens to these characters, even if the movie that they're in is movie that movies that they're in are really stupid. And there's particularly one emotional moment with Dom, and I do think Vin Diesel and his ego and how much he wants Dom to be the centerpiece of this this franchise. I think he's taken that way too far. And I said that in my F9 review, and I mentioned it again here. But I do think there is one moment with him in the middle of the movie with a character who has a certain tie to another to one of Dom's, again, past closest friends that I thought genuinely was actually pretty touching. And I was really surprised by that. Again, they're few and far between, but I was impressed by that. And in terms of the other characters, I have to say that I thought there were some pretty fun pairings in this movie when the way it splits up the characters. Um, in the trailers, they show uh, Uncle Cena, John Cena, as um, as uh, as uh, playing uh, Do- Dominic Toretto's brother, and he gets to have to spend a good good chunk of this movie with Little B or Brian, who is Dom's son, who we met a few movies ago. And they were actually a really fun pairing. It almost felt like whenever it went to them, it would switch tone completely and went to a different movie. But it was a really fun kind of, kind of just pairing they had together. And jo- and John Cena's character Jacob just gets to be like, gets to be the cool uncle. And they completely changed his personality from F nine. There's no question about it. But I enjoyed this version of the character much more. And I did not like him as a villain in the last movie. And I actually really liked, and I've grown to really like John Cena as an actor because of his role as his performance as Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad and the Peacemaker show. And I think this is the way you should use him, really leaning into how much of a fun presence he is, and I really enjoyed him in this movie. And the last thing I'll say is that a lot of the action is really good. And I have to say, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Because I'm not a big fan of Louis Leterrier as a director, obviously being the MCU guy. Not a fan of The Incredible Hulk. And some I've seen quite a few of his other movies. Not all of them, I will admit that. But I haven't really been a big fan of any of his movies. And I would say out of the ones I've seen, Fast X is easily the best one. Again, I haven't seen all of, these, all of his movies. Some, some may be great, but this is easily my favorite of his movies that I've seen. And a lot of the action is thrilling. Some of it actually feels more practical than in previous movies. And actually, some of the -the behind-the-scenes videos do actually show them doing a lot of these, you know, explosions. And I think it does make, again, the stakes feel more real. But also, the movie is a little more engrossing. And it works better as a theatrical experience. But now, getting on to my negatives. There is simply too much going on. And now, too many characters entering and leaving the plot in every single scene in this film there's too many location changes i mean there's just so much going on in this movie and yet by the end it still feels like not much actually advances in terms of the plot and i found it to actually be a bit repetitive which i thought was a bit odd but there are so many characters so many family members at this point that i found it really hard to kind of fully invest in any of the one individual things that was going on and it does split up the characters, and a big part of why it does feel so overstuffed is because there's so many plot lines that, are, that they're cutting to. And again, just too many location changes, which really just gave me a headache for some reason. And because they split up the characters, I felt like some of the humor was missing in this movie. This movie is probably the least funny Fast and Furious movie since the fourth film, even including the last few. There wasn't really a single standout 
humorous moment. And I think all of the movies have at least one or two of those. And I don't know if it's because of the change of director. Again, Louis Leterrier does tend to make a lot more of the serious action films where Justin Lin, I think, can have a lot more fun, even with a movie like Star Trek Beyond. And I don't know if that was the problem, and that's why I thought he was an odd pick to replace Justin Lin. But it did feel like this one wasn't as funny, and I was a bit disappointed by that. Now, I did mention the characters, and although I did say that it is oversized. I felt like there were a few missed opportunities and characters that I did want to see more of that I didn't get to. And this is particularly true because it feels overstuffed and some of the characters that are being focused on, I feel like, have been really played out. And unfortunately, I do think the biggest example of that is Roman and Tej, played by Tyrese and Ludacris. I love these two. I think they're a ton of fun together. They've had some, they had some of my favorite moments of the past few films, particularly in Fast Five and Six. However, we've been seeing them now together paired up in every single movie for 10 years, over 10 years. And I do think by this point, the shtick isn't quite there anymore. And I'm not enjoying, I'm not having as much fun with them as I once did because I've seen them together so many times and a lot of the same jokes are constantly being played. And again, there are certain characters that I do think have been introduced later in the franchise that I just want to see more of. One, a couple of which I think were actually introduced in this movie. One is played by Daniela Melchor, who I think plays a really fun character. And I actually really like the connection she has to another character we know from the series that I was surprised by. And I wanted more of her, and I really liked the moment she was in. Alan Richson as well, I think is a nice addition. I, I hope we get more of him in the next few movies, and I do, do think we'll, we will get more of him. But I was particularly disappointed by the usage of Jason Statham's Deckard Shaw. Now, he hasn't really ever been fully integrated into the family, but he has been a big part of these movies now for since Furious 7. And I feel like the marketing for this movie has really over-exaggerated how much he's actually in. And everything you've seen in the trailers, which is just really that one sequence where they play it over and over again in the trailers... That is all he's in. He is not in any more of this movie. And I really don't think he's in any more of any more than five minutes. And I was really disappointed because I love Jason Statham and I love the character. He's one of my favorites. And I feel like the franchise has still consistently underused him. And again, I just hope he gets more to do whenever this franchise continues, whenever the next film comes out. And I was honestly really expecting him to be a bigger part of the plot at one point in the film. But he really is just one of those come in for a sequence and then exit, which I was really disappointed by. And at this point in the franchise, there's just too much soap opera nonsense. I mean, clearly Vin Diesel does want, again, this franchise to be very focused on Dom as a character, but there's just so much unnecessary soap opera-style drama and just people getting mad at each other. And just, it, it just, at this point, it's a little egregious. And personally, as someone who really can't get into that style of storytelling and writing, whenever those moments do come, I really just cannot wait to get past them. And now being the 10th movie, this was eventually going to come up, and I felt it the most in this film. This movie really offered nothing new. It really does feel, like, all too familiar. To me, there was just about, there was pretty much nothing new in this movie. This movie to me was just a, a mismatch, or not even a mismatch, just a mashup of previous action sequences and plot points that we've seen in every other Fast and Furious movie. It almost plays like a greatest hits to a degree, 
but it, it just got a bit ridiculous. I feel like this movie was very redundant, especially when you look at Furious 7. This movie has pretty much the exact same plot. It's more focused in that movie, but it doesn't have the emotion of that movie. Again, that, that wasn't on purpose because they decided to tie in the very tragic passing of Paul Walker into the ending of that movie, which didn't make it leave more of a mark. This movie doesn't leave a mark on that level. But it did, it did feel too, too much of a ripoff of that particular film. And last thing I'll say is that this is definitely a setup movie. This is a part one, clear and clear and clear throughout. This is not a complete movie. And I really mean that as a negative, unfortunately. I do think it was actually warranted to split up the story over two. But I did feel like there could have been a more natural way to end this movie. Because the way they ended to me felt so abrupt. It felt like a complete cheat. I really felt like there should have been more or less depending on how you want to look at it and where they should have cut it. But to me it felt like for a movie that was 2 hours and 20 minutes and that did feel so fast. It still felt like because there were so many plot lines not much plot actually advanced. And I was personally a bit disappointed by the way it ended. Again, it does end on a cliffhanger, just like they've said. But I don't even feel like that cliffhanger is really, really, like, made me think of the end, man, I have to be back for the next one. It wasn't really on that level. It's certainly no Infinity War, none of the original trilogy, or even sequel trilogy movie level cliffhangers in terms of Star Wars, obviously. It is a cliffhanger, but it, it, made, it made me more frustrated, feeling that this wasn't really a complete movie. Like, even with Dune Part 1... That felt like a complete movie. This, to me, felt like it was just cut off at the most random point imaginable. And I was a bit disappointed by that. So overall, Fast X is another dumb, fun movie in this franchise that I do think is an improvement over Fate of the Furious and F9. It, again, has some really great action sequences, has some really fun character pairings. It's actually a very well-paced movie, and Jason Momoa absolutely steals it as the villain but it does have a lot of the same problems as a lot of the other movies too much soap opera drama again really bad dialogue which i didn't even mention and by this point there's simply way too much going on and too much that just feels like something we've done before and this movie more than all the other ones felt very derivative of what we've seen i'm gonna give fast x a b minus now i will say that is a generous minus because again this movie is not very good by any stretch but it is just such a fun experience just like these fast and furious movies that on first viewing i really can't go lower than that but just as a quality on a quality level it's certainly not any higher and you know who you are if you're into these movies if you have as fun as much fun with some of these movies as i do i do recommend seeing this in theaters i don't even think even if you're a big fan of this franchise i don't necessarily think you have to rush out and see it immediately. Again, there are a lot of plot twists and there are big spoilers in the final act. But if you're a fan of this franchise, you enjoy these movies whenever you can uh, somehow get a promotion on the ticket, which is very uncommon for a movie ticket. But if you can do that, or if you're not available and you have to wait a couple weeks, I think that's totally fine for this movie. It's not great. It's not past five level. You don't have to rush out to see it. But if you don't like this franchise in any way, just skip this movie. Again, this is just not going to be for you. This is for fans of the franchise. Again, they've stated that very clearly. They are closing out these movies. And if you haven't liked any of them, why go see this one at this point? So with that said, 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this review. I, I don't know if I was maybe too generous because I had a lot of problems with this movie, but I did just have too much fun with it. And there are just so many great things about it in terms of just the action and just as a cinematic experience. And Jason Momoa, he is just so much fun. To me, he makes this movie worth it. And he makes it pop over the past few movies. And I really do think having a good villain is a big part in making these movies good. When you look at the past two movies, which I, in my opinion, had pretty weak villains. So maybe he's, you know, he's the golden boy of this movie. He is really what changes it from the previous. So that could be it. But I do then genuinely think it listened to the critique and scaled things back and it made it easier to invest in, in my personal opinion. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.